0: Today's episode of Wine Time Fridays is brought to you in part by our friends at 3D Kitchens by Design and the Culinary Stone. If you're ready for a complete kitchen upgrade, 3D Kitchens by Design is the place for you. Visit 3DKitchensByDesign.info for more information. Located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, 3D Kitchens by Design. Dream. Design. Deliver. Deliver wine is science art geography and history all contained within a bottle make the culinary stone your go-to for wine shopping and we'll show you why it transports and transcends visit culinarystone.com for more information and he's got a 2020 rule i don't think i mentioned this yet on on, on the air 2020 rule If it's a white, you take it out of the fridge 20 minutes before you're going to drink it. If it's a red, you put it in the fridge 20 minutes before you're going to drink it. Um, Whites typically, in our world, are drank too cold. Reds typically are drank too warm because room temperature Mm -hmm. back in the day used to be more like 58 to 65, not this 70s. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and of course, delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. With Shelly and Phil and guest, apostrophe S, because we don't know. It could be guest. could be guests. We don't <laughs> know. Uh, this is episode 118. Today is nearly August. It's July 22nd. Shelly, happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's wine time. Do it. <laughs> hey, and it, got, it went off. We did that, <laughs> yeah, because I forgot uh, the wine bell again. It sounds just like the wine bell. It, but... it kind of doesn't. The other one <laughs> is a lot better.
1: Pinkier.
0: Uh That little laugh that you just heard, you may remember hearing that laugh over a year ago. Last July, July 2nd, episode, what was it? 63. We did a wines and barbecue with Mark and Debbie Cook. Remember, back then, Debbie said, I'm not going to be on. And she was absolutely uh, killing it. She, We got so many emails to say, bring her back on again. So we're, we're, trying, we're trying. Really? There we are. Who wins the, we're uh, three minutes in. Who wins the, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, episode 63 last year, we did wines and barbecue with cooks. And that was really good. So those wines still are applicable for barbecue. Yeah, so go back and listen to those. they
1: didn't go out of style. They
0: didn't go out of style. So uh, go back and listen. But today, Mark has brought... Oh, you know what? We should just remind people who the hell Mark is. Yeah. Mark Cook, the wine buyer for Fred Meyer here in Coeur d'Alene. Mark, uh, introduce yourself. Hey. (laughs) Here we are again. It's going to be that kind of episode. That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, What are we starting with tonight? Uh, Well... I thought we'd start with the rosé.
2: A rosé. Now, where can people find this rosé? Well, as a matter of fact, all three of the wines that we're pouring today, we can find at uh, Fred Meyer. Really? Um, I was at a tasting and found the Belle Gloss uh, Pinot Noir rosé um, and said, I must have this in the store. So I, I said, let's do it. Didn't you say that
0: your wife loves this? Is that the one, or is that
2: another one you said? Well, there I thought are many wines that she really enjoys. <laughs> is the list too just long to mention? <laughs> well, for me, um, wine, I like to explore wines and, right. and not always have the same one all the time. Yeah, yeah. Now, just like you guys, we enjoy having a general staple wine that we'll go back to and oh, we're going to have wine where we're, we'll pour this one or we'll pour that one. Well, it generally changes every month. Yeah. Whatever staple wine that is. So,
1: yeah.
2: um On occasion, we'll just have some fun and go out and get a couple of $20 bottles of wine. Like, all of these are under 20 Yeah You not by much. No, but, I mean,
0: that's a really good price point. Lately, we've kind of had some a little bit well um we have had some f- kind of like a couple three weeks ago we did cubic collective and that was in the 80s oh, yeah. yeah so we've had some a little bit more expensive, more expensive wines, wines but. but these are right in the wheelhouse um mark you guys have something it's a, i think it's a white burgundy or a white bordeaux sorry uh, uh chateau belgrav puyac i think it's like a $11
2: um, White Bordeaux. That's a really I have two good different White Bordeaux in yeah. the store, and, and uh, one is. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head because I, I think this, it's when I was, I, you know, it's a uh, day off from work, and so I'm trying to. <laughs> oh,
0: so we shouldn't even <laughs> we shouldn't even be doing wine then. Oh no, we should be doing wine. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, should we toast this up? Yeah, absolutely. To health, wealth. Abundance, gratitude, romance,
1: peace on and earth. peace on earth. And cheers.
0: Hashtag cheersing.
1: Mm.
2: Is this 100% Fruit. Pinot Noir? Um, you know, I didn't look that up, but...
1: I was going to ask that. So there's...
2: I mean, it's really dry.
1: Nice and dry.
2: It's nice it? and dry. I, would, I really enjoy the nice and dry rosés, no matter which one they are, but... Bell Gloss makes outstanding mm. pinot noirs, which are a lot more expensive than the rose, but yeah. To to come across and have a rose that tastes like this, and you get the melon and the strawberry and the raspberry and the and the just little subtle hints of some lemongrass underneath and mm. it just it's to me
1: It is more lemony than I <clears throat> usually find of rose. Yeah.
0: Thirteen It's from
1: Sonoma, right?
0: It's uh, Rutherford, so is that in Sonoma County?
1: Well, it's a Rutherford County, too, but I think it said Sonoma, something about
0: it. Uh,
2: Sonoma County, Rosé of Pinot Noir, is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of times they will put the the where the, the uh, winery is and not necessarily where the grapes are grown. Right, right. Uh, 13.1% alcohol. So.
0: That's my best. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not the end of the world. Uh, you want to expand on that, Debbie?
1: good I love it
0: and I love it's it is I'll a great endorsement
1: <laughs> this one is 19.99. go out and buy it <laughs> so now you do carry this in
2: your store yes you can get it off the shelf at 20 bucks a bottle
0: I mean, $19.99 I'm sure like. sure it's really
2: good
0: yeah this is you know we're in the thick of summer right now and Rose Pliny. Shelley, do we enjoy Rose every day of the year if we could I mean, not that we do, but we wouldn't have a problem with that.
1: No, we would. We would get tired of it every day. Of
0: the well, night. we almost have Chardonnay every day. You do almost, almost.
1: in the winter too. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: we start with white and then go to red. Okay.
0: And Shelley's more like won't do a a lot of whites in the winter. And she doesn't really like a lot of reds. Yeah. Or a big cab in the summer, you know, on a hot day. No. I have no problem with any of it. Yeah, I I do. But
1: he likes chili in the summer also. I mean, and stew.
0: Can you vouch for me on this? Well, (laughs) I I absolutely am bored with that. I'm I'm not going to let the weather dictate what I put in my mouth.
1: When it's hot out, I do not want to drink hot wine.
2: Well, I'm not going to have hot cocoa.
1: No, but I mean, I'll have time so cab or you. Well,
2: I'm not going to set the, the cab out in the middle of the yard and let it get hot either.
1: I call it <laughs> hot wine because it's not cold and it's, it's hot.
2: <laughs> and so <laughs> we're going to wrap up um, <laughs> a room temperature. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, marriage therapy 101 here on One Time Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wine therapy. Wine therapy. Ooh, that's that's a thing. Oh, Debbie, <laughs> these napkins are fantastic. You guys, it says sip happens. That's a play on words. Yeah, We're not
1: kidding.
0: I'm not going to say what it is because then we have to put an explicit oh, tag on this. Awesome. I know. And, and even the letters, the word sip, the letter P is holding on to the glass. Oh,
1: that's cute.
0: I mean, you got to look at the details, Shelly. Uh, Mark, any other uh, input on this? This is um, served a little warmer than right out of the fridge, which is good because you can get some of the notes.
2: Right. Well, I planned on having everything in. Ice cold because of what we did last year when we did all the whites, even the whites room temperature, and uh, somebody complained a little bit. Uh, so I said, "You know what?" I did. it's the dogs? She yeah. Wasn't well. Right the dogs were right. here last year. Well, huh. um, I'm but, trying to uh, bail you out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the point being, you should drink the wine and taste the wine the way you're going to drink it anyway. Right. So why? <clears throat> yes. Technically speaking you should have the white wines a little bit warmer so you can get all the notes and get yeah. all the descriptors on it but if you enjoy it ice cold Oh yeah for sure. Ice cold. So I like
1: ice it, cold.
0: I watched um, a sommelier on YouTube which we're trying to get on as a guest and he's got a 2020 rule. I don't think I've mentioned this yet on on so. on the air. 2020 rule. If it's a white, you take it out of the fridge 20 minutes before you're going to drink it. If it's a red, you put it in the fridge 20 minutes before you're going to drink it. Um, Whites typically in our world are drank too cold. Reds typically are drank too warm because room temperature Mm -hmm. back in the day (laughs) used to be more like 58 to 65, not this 70s. So it's a little warmer. So you put it in the fridge for 20 minutes, and it just brings that temp down a little bit. Then you shake it up. No, no. <laughs> we were, we were, what wine did we have recently where they had us shake it up? It was at a tasting somewhere. I don't Yeah, um, it was kind of a, it was different. I had not seen it before. I gave it a go. It kind of forces the aeration in the bottle. But uh, yeah, this is very good. This is fantastic. Uh, what would you pair with this, Shelley?
1: This is a lighter rosé,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it would be really good with salmon. Any, any soft cheeses, like brie, a charcuterie plate would be good. Not necessarily darker meats on this one, because it's much lighter and drier.
0: Mark, any idea on how long they kept the skins in?
2: It's pretty light. It could be as little as four or five hours, maybe. Right. And it's different for every winemaker, so I'd have to actually call the winemaker and figure that out. Yeah. And some winemakers actually will mix a little bit of red with the <coughs> white to get the pink color. Really? Yeah. Versus leaving that. the skins on So there's many different ways of making rosé. just they're not all right. cookie cutter. This is Right, the red right. Red. We have that Shug
0: rosé sparkler that were on the skins were in there for three days.
1: Three days,
0: yeah. I mean, and it was, I call it ruby, it was really a dark rose. Oh it
1: was, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was really good. It was
2: super crisp. It
1: was like a lambrusco kind of
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well I would think with the skins of a Pinot Noir grape are very thin. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna it might take longer to impart mm-hmm. the color. So I don't know. Yeah, they are a thin skin. It's a not an easy grape to grow.
0: Wine is meant to be social, enjoyed with friends and family when experiences truly matter. Add the perfect food pairing, and the experience transports and transcends. The Culinary Stone is the meeting place for all of this with their world-class wine selection, wine tastings, and food classes all amongst your new friends in the center of a retail space that boasts a bevy of culinary tools. It is a place where relationships and memories are made. And now the Culinary Stone has their very own wine club. Each month, club members are treated to wines you will be proud to serve your guests or don't share and keep them all to yourself wine tastings are every Saturday and fill up fast for more information on how you can experience wine like this or book your spot in one of our wine tastings or cooking classes visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208 4116
2: do it you ready for it. Yep. Well, you dribbled on you, too. Well, that's why I got it over my shirt.
0: (laughs) This is a 2019 Amavi Samillon. So, we actually had an Amavi, I believe it was 2018, in episode... 007 the James Bond episode <laughs> well over a year ago and uh, we love Amavi we do it, Not uh, almost do
2: anything, anything. Yeah. Uh, price point on this mark before we exactly the same as the rosé 1999 really yeah. Yeah. and available at Fred Meyer on the shelf regularly and
1: it's a walla walla
2: correct hashtag cheersing
0: cheersing hashtag boom Boom. Chaka Laga. Go Dogs. I love that one.
2: Mmm. Mmm. That one's really good too. It is. Oh man. I didn't choose bad wine.
0: Uh, by the way, wine number three is a yellowtail a Chardonnay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and, oh, sorry, shouldn't have said that. While we Or sipping the wine, this has a little smoke in it, doesn't it? Is am I identifying that correctly? It's something I got it when when I was it sipping like it, it. I
1: might have been aged on oak a little.
0: Probably. Gosh, there's this just really interesting little smell.
1: It's an estate vineyards, hundred percent estate, hundred percent sustainable, hundred percent Walla Walla Valley.
2: Hundred percent Semillon. Interesting. Semillon was the uh, largest planted grape at one point in yeah. Argentina and France and in and California. And all and just didn't catch on as well. <clears throat> it's really used as a blending grape these days. It seems like, but. Well, it's this rifle by itself, I tell you. Oh man,
0: this is really good. Twenty bucks for this, mm-hmm. and
2: this quality is fantastic. I have found Amavi in general puts out really quality wines at not unheard of pricing. Their cab mm-hmm. is twenty two. Right, it's a really good value cab. And if I finally gotten my hands on the Syrah, oh. Which I haven't seen in like two months. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's COVID yeah,
1: delivery, say, all the,
2: the excuses. of
1: shortages? Yeah, <laughs>
2: various different places. Like, for instance, Dom Perignon, they can get it in New York, and get it in Seattle, but likelihood of seeing a bottle in, in Coeur d'Alene? <laughs> no. Well, it's coming all the way from France, and they are having <laughs> issues, and there you go. Well, they had a bad growing year of the current mm. vintage. Is that 18 or 19? It's, yeah, roughly. And so the grapes weren't up to quality standard, and so they only had they had a shortage of that. So there's a shortage. They won't put you know bad grapes in the bottle, so they just have a shortage of the wine. Mm.
0: So Mr. Mark Cook, okay. buyer at Fred Meyer for wine.
1: You have
0: a <laughs> buyer at Fred Meyer? Yeah, buyer at Fred Meyer. I'm a poet. Poet, didn't you know that? Oh, I blew it. (laughs) How did I blow that? I'm a poet. Didn't you know it? I can take that other one out. Uh, When you have a special order, I'm glad I'm cracking you guys up. When you guys have a special order that you don't have on the shelves, Mm -hmm. someone comes in and you say, we can get that, it's 10% over cost. Right. So uh, episode 100 this year for the Wine Time Fridays (laughs) podcast, we brought in, almost didn't make it, but we had our friend Mark Cook from Fred Meyer bring in a Cristal.
1: Right. 10% above
0: cost. Favorite champagne.
1: My yeah. favorite champagne.
0: And okay, so yeah. it's so good. Really tight bubbles. Have Mark bring one home next week. It's uh, I, <laughs> saw that t- for me? I saw I <laughs> saw two on the shelf. If you
2: if you give me 300. You're <laughs> <laughs> Poker Friday.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, put your poker face on for poker night and earn your keep. Win
1: that bottle.
0: <laughs> win that bottle. You gotta win that bottle. Oh, the way we play poker, it'd take me a month. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna raise you a nickel.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pretty much. <laughs> so uh that was really helpful as he pointed out. It was a it's a three hundred plus dollar bottle of wine. I think at ten percent over it was two eighty. That's
2: that's a uh, that's a lot. They didn't
1: of, make any money.
2: <laughs>
1: that's really cool per, that they what, do that.
2: Well, ten percent over cost. It's it doesn't take up shelf space. Uh-huh. So the way I look at it, and the way it was explained that's to true. me, that if it's not renting space in the store, then why do we need to mark it up so much? We don't. Uh, the store's still making money. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. I don't make any extra off of anything that I special order or any bottle of wine I sell, and I, I've uh, talked about this the other day. If I was say making a nickel off of that bottle and mm. ten cents off of that bottle, which one do you think I'm going to sell? Right, and unless so like,
0: the ten cent one. And you know, we have no problem throwing Yellowtail under the bus. It's like the only <laughs> brand we do. What if you make a dime on Yellowtail and nickel on you know um, on the Amavi on, on the Samione? Are you really going to, because now it, you want to do right by the,
2: right. I want to do right by the customer. Well, this eliminates when we don't have me make extra money or any sort of commission Mm. off of any particular brand or beer or wine or Mm -hmm. any of it, then it takes away the temptation for me to go in that direction. I can just be honest and do what I do. I'm not a master small A like Trevor Treller, um, but I am very good at customer service so I pay attention to what people tell me what they're looking for what they're what they want and I try and get them steer them in a direction I'm not going to find exactly the perfect bottle of wine every time right I'm gonna get pretty darn close a lot of times yeah but it's, it's that's a matter of just being able to pay attention and being the person that I am versus right. somebody who doesn't know anything about wine and they go well the the white ones are over there. Yeah. Uh,
0: I have a story about that. But since you brought up Trevor, again, big thanks. New sponsor, Terroir Fine Wine. Remember, mm-hmm. go in there, say you heard them on our podcast. It gives you 10% off your first purchase.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, and he's
1: stocking up on Idaho wines.
0: Yep. He's stocking up on Idaho wines. Uh, I think everybody, retailer in our area should have more Idaho wines than they have.
2: How many Idaho wines do you <laughs> have on the shelf? Now
1: you're throwing Mark under. No, me. I can no, tell
2: you not really, because I have more than most people. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, do you have it, um, a,
0: a, like a, a spot on the <laughs> shelf that says Idaho wines sort of thing? We don't have a spot
2: on the yeah. shelf that says Idaho wines. We do carry St. Chappelle, which is the largest producer in the state. And we do also carry... Um, uh, sawtooth, which has been around for a long, long time, and made it made themselves into what they are, and they do a great job. We had a sawtooth shard, and we're really, really good surprised. Good. It was good. It yeah. was not. It was not what we thought. It was really good. And it's got a, a fly hook on the label, and of course, all the experts tell you not to put that kind of thing on a label. But <laughs> that is all going out the window, too. By the way,
0: yeah. I mean there are some kind of funky labeled, really good wines out there. That whole thing on the label oh, thing right. is oh, kind of going crook one. What is, that? What is it? Twenty
1: nine thieves or thirty nine oh, Yeah, When you have the
0: it's the interactive. You put your oh, app up to it, and
2: Snoop Dogg saying a little something, something
1: fun oh, I, yeah. you know
2: yeah, I have that app on my phone and it's fun to play with and yeah then, what does it do 19 crimes yeah, it, oh, yeah. I mean it, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of neat. it does help sell the wine but the bottom line is once you've had the wine are you gonna buy it again right yeah that's it's all about what's in the bottle right whatever Reaching it takes
1: customer.
2: yeah
0: whatever it takes for someone to lay down their money to purchase the wine, that's great. That's really hard to do. Right now, it better be good, so they come back.
2: Which brings up another point: if yeah. you open up a bottle that you bought, bought from Fred Meyer and it's corked, what I mean by cork, you open it up and it smells like Musty. vinegar, yeah, and just wet dog, and, uh, yeah, it just, and you go, oh my god, this is a really horrible bottle. Bring it back. You can replace it or get your money back. Yay! Yeah. So funny little thing about that.
0: I'm not going to mention any names, okay. but I've had two or three bottles in the past year or two that I've had to bring back to various places. And uh, one, the guy's like, smell it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Grabbed another bottle. There you go. Another one did not. It's like, you know, I, there was that much gone. Well, you drank it. It's like, yeah, we wanted to make sure it was it was not good. And we were giving it a go. Sometimes it takes wine to open up. Uh, You know, and he did not. That pissed me off. He's like, it's against the law to return, take any return for alcohol. I'm like, I think you're wrong. (laughs) There may be a law in the books, but every place other than that person took it back because the quality. I'm like, you're going to sell me a bad bottle of wine and I can't bring it back. It'll be the last bottle of wine you sell me. Last chance to change your mind. You're like, don't threaten me. I'm like, that's no, not just, I'm just promising. <laughs> I'm not threatening. And I won't buy that anymore. And this place actually had decent wine. Oh, well. say, la vie.
1: You can tell me later where it was. Oh,
0: I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will.
1: <laughs>
0: I will. Uh, so, but that's good to know. And and it doesn't, so here's something that's kind of an interesting thing, Right. If the wine is bad, yes, take it back. If you don't like it, but it's the wine is okay, you know. So there's that kind of. Right,
2: there is that give and take. I mean, right. I'm gonna smell the bottle when the, when you bring it back. At the same time, if you didn't like it, did we? A did we choose wrong? Right. Um, did I mean, is it? Did you come to someone like me to? to purchase the wine, to find out, is this what you wanted? Well, if you bought a Moscato and you were looking for a Pinot Grigio, uh, you know, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's completely different. Uh, This is fantastic. Uh, It's yummy. I would really like to bring this home with me tonight, but that's wrong and we won't do it. (laughs) We are going to go up and buy another bottle because this is fantastic. Amavi, we're going to do a whole feature on... Amavie at some point. Uh, I know the wines that we've done of Amavi <clears throat> are real quick this semion So they do an awful lot of really high quality wines for we like. Haven't you haven't
1: done anything else?
0: No. No, we have a we lot have. of wines we can taste on this podcast, and we are going to do it.
1: All of them. We're
0: gonna taste all of them. Well, we, we talked about trying to do a um, an Idaho wine a month. Because there are plenty, and
2: they're really, really good these days. There's some well, really good Idaho wines. Right. When you mention things like uh Cellars or Ponderay Cellars, which actually they source their grapes from, from the Columbia Valley. Yeah. So are they really Idaho wines? Well, they're made here. Sure. They're barreled here. They get yeah. the air from here. <laughs> <laughs> I and, and we actually, when we did all of our
0: featuring of Idaho wines in June, because of Idaho Wine Month, mm-hmm. we... Did not go that route. We like went, yeah. I think everything yeah, was Snake River that. Valley too.
2: Well, that's the largest area yeah. ADA that they have. We mentioned Clearwater
1: Lew-
2: Canyon. Yeah. Clearwater Canyon being the northernmost commercial. I think they're Lewis Clark. Yeah. yeah. Lewis Clark Valley. The new um, one. <coughs> which you can get at Fred Meyer. Yeah. And, um, and
1: Rivara is really good too they over
2: haven't, there. Yeah, I haven't had theirs. So what we're doing right now is we're
0: greasing the skids for Mark to ask some of his distributor friends. Get Cassie in there. Get Jake in there. And, and, and Kevin said, Kevin, I don't care if you don't call on me. You have your other shrubs do it. You <laughs> come in. Let's taste some Idaho wines. I want to put a whole section up of Idaho wines and um, people are going to start coming because they hear this and they start pressuring you and they're going to start... That's true.
1: I did... When I was in there one day, there was somebody who was a tourist. I want to try some Idaho wines.
0: Well, and if you have them all segregated or collated together, it makes yeah. it real easy. Well... And yes. there's so Every many day. ways. That's right. Yes. There's so many. It's like, why is this this Cabernet over here when the Cabernet right. section is over here? So... so it, it...
2: That brings up an interesting point. That's why I just put Northwest wines together. So I have Oregon, Washington, and Idaho wines all in one area um, that are not on the regular shelf. What I mean by regular shelf, there's um, people in uh, Kroger who send down a schematic that tells me how many wines what I'm going to put in my cab section and all that kind of stuff. And then I have a wine storage selection area. So anything that isn't... Got it. in my regular set i can bring in and I, I do various different things to get them approved to get in the store um depending on distributors and all that kind of thing um and then i can put them together like that that's why i have clearwater canyon that's why i have Amavi. yeah uh, because they wouldn't be in the regular set so yeah Amavi makes
0: some really good wine uh
1: you keep saying well
0: I, 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 we love their wine.
2: We really do. It's and that's so why I have Belle Gloss. Belle Gloss is not my regular set. The the Pinot Noirs are not, and certainly not this Rosé, which is... Yeah, you can identify the
0: Belle Gloss Pinot because it's got a big drippy wax mm-hmm. off the top. Oh.
2: So just scan the aisle, and there it will stand out. In, in my store, I got the three different, the Clark & Telephone yeah. in and the Los, Al- Los Alturas all right, next to each other. Yep. So, and they're really all surprised. within a couple, three bucks of each other too. They're exactly the same price right now. Okay. There $44. you go. If I right. There you go.
0: Your kitchen is the heart of the home. It's where family and friends gather during the most important and festive days of the year. It's often times where that first glass of wine is poured. Through decades of designing dream kitchens for people looking to upgrade the most important room in the house. 3D Kitchens by Design is second to none in making those dreams come true. When it comes to upgrading your kitchen, why should anyone have to pay higher prices than necessary or sacrifice quality for affordability? With decades of experience in the cabinet industry, we've seen trends come and go, but there are some things that never change. People want quality, service, and affordability. We provide that and more, offering today's designs that will stand the test of time. So we give you one job, dream it, dream your kitchen, and then let us take it from there by designing it and then delivering your dream kitchen. For more information, please visit 3 dkitchensbydesigninfo located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, 3d kitchens by design dream design deliver.
2: So are we ready for the next
1: one? It's not kind of nice. Oh no, I can use it. One
2: with prongsy. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's called it an aha. Uh-huh. I
1: have
2: that. Is that right? An aha. Uh-huh? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. care. I gotta get the pop out of that one. But see, it's the European cork tends to be a little bit longer than the American cork. Oh yeah. And that's why that uh, it takes okay. a little extra effort.
0: So this is a wine that was not made here in the United States. This is a wine many people maybe have never heard of. It is a delicious white wine that we had in episode 09. This is a Terradora di Paolo. No, Falangina.
1: It's not a Terradora.
2: What is it? It's a
1: Corti di Giso Urbina.
2: Well, yeah, but there's also the, the winemakers there down here, okay. Terradora di Paolo.
1: Oh, all right. So it has a lot of words, it's, you have to say. Well,
2: it's, it's Italian, so they're going to put everybody and their sister on it. So.
1: <laughs>
2: Italia. So This has got a fantastic nose. So, yes, Italian wine, and I was reading about it earlier, um, most famous or most well-known white out of Italy, as we know, is Pinot Grigio. Cheers, Ian. Cheers. And then you get into um, some others that you more south, you get, and you get into closer to mid-boot, and you get Falangina, which mm. is a grape Ooh. that actually they found in Greece and moved over when Rome was doing a lot of fun things and taking over Greek lands. <laughs> Various
1: and, parts of the right, world.
2: Way back in the day.
1: Mm. So this... Like in the B.C.'s, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Debbie, have you ever had this wine before? No. And so as no. a first time... I love it. Yeah. It's great. It it really coats the side of my tongues in the back.
1: It's mm-hmm. quite yummy. You have two tongues...
2: The side of your tongues? And this is from your Maybe store? I do, maybe I do. Yes. Oh. How <laughs> much this Uh 14. What? Oh. Get out of here. Serious? I'm dead serious. Wow. You Bring know.
1: Home.
2: <laughs> well <laughs> I just did.
0: There's a there's a fair chance you may have to go and pick some up too. I
1: know. Why is that? <laughs> that means I have to stand in line. <laughs>
0: You know, Debbie
2: and I are like this on lines. I freaking hate lines. I don't like them. Good. Well, That's like these. I, I just I was ready to get them, and like I said earlier, I was going to get the Lake Cole Semyon versus the Almaby Semyon because I have both of them in the store. But somebody <coughs> came in that day, and I'm always gracious and, and give people opportunity to buy, even if I want it. That day, and I'm going to buy it that day. They, if they come in and grab it off the shelf.
0: Um, so are we tonight, because this is the ethics and character behind Mark Cook to, to go with the customer even before the world-renowned Wine Time Fridays podcast and the love of his life, Debbie Cook. I am. I hope.
1: I hope so, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm really trying to help, dude. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. I have people don't know this. I have Shelley's name in my phone as the love of my life, Shelley Webb. So sometimes I'm looking for her text on my phone. I can't find them I forget because I'm looking for Shelly Webb. And then, I, <laughs> hey, I'm not that bright. What are, what are you going to do? Still like the Huskies. Still like the Seahawks. Right. There
2: you go. Right. So and the Mariners. This is
1: Seafood is the Falangina's Best Friend. The medium acidity and dry dry sweetness complement seafood flavor like scallops, clams, shrimp, or shellfish. I
0: was going to see if they had a, they usually don't, but the residual sugar on this. seems like it might actually be a little higher than like 0.1 or 0.2%, but... That's really good. Yeah, it, but it's but it's different, right? Mm-hmm. So we are having three wines this episode that are perfect for summer. Right. Perfect for summer. That's the point. Right. And if you want to get people's heads turned and go, what? Bring this, yeah,
1: bring this
2: fallen Gina. Yeah, bring this fallen Gina. Bring the fallen Gina. Bring bring a, a bright Pinot Noir Rosé, bring yeah. Sémillon. The point Ed, behind having different wines rather than the old regular, I could have got a Pinot Grigio, could have got a, a Sauvignon Blanc. I mean, it could go real regular, but there's so many more out there that we haven't even explored. Now, some of them aren't going to be your taste. Mm-hmm. And, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, but they're always worth a try. Mm-hmm. Unless so maybe you buy a bag of All right. Right. But, but if you brought something like this to a, a barbecue, I don't care what they're putting on the bar- no. Say a shrimp on the barbecue. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, this would be fantastic. It or like chicken. So <laughs> no. Yeah,
1: chicken for sure.
0: Uh, Which if, is on the menu later, but that's what's in the Well. Well. Well, and all three of these will go real well with the chicken, even that rose, I think. Um, yeah. Eight episodes ago, so two months ago, episode 110, we did unique white y- wine, y- unique mm-hmm. white wine that will get you through summer. Okay. And we had the Vino Verde, we had the Roussan, and we had a Trontis. Uh The Trontis was the Elsa Bianchi, which we got for $11 at Fred Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then we got the Vino Verde and Roussan from Trevor Troller at Terroir And sometimes
1: you'll see a Roussan and a Semillon mixed
0: together. Yeah, they blend those two all the time. Yep. So, these three are pocketbook friendly, delicious. And perfect for summer that, like I said, if you go to a barbecue or something. you to and,
1: make an impression.
0: Well, you know, I'm and not, a, know. I'm not a big fan of doing things to be noticed, but at the same token, if you're trying to get into the wine world and, and, you know, want people to notice mm-hmm. these are three really good ones. That's mm-hmm. not going to break the bank. No. Mark, you, you've done well. You
1: did it again.
0: <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> Uh, we should talk about um, our Cuvia Collective Wine Word of the Week. Yeah. You notice I said something about the skins on this rosé on oh, purpose. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. huh?
1: Pretty
0: good. Mark, do you have any idea what maceration means?
2: And if you do, would you like to tell us? Well, other than the fact that it's written down in front of me, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to See, high, go high character and ethical. Mm-hmm. Right. And the point being, and... Did want to bring up the point that yeah, I'm not a master sommelier. I don't know everything there is to know, but I know people, and I'm learning every day. I right. I looked up where Falangina is. Right, I loved this wine for a number of years, but I still have to go back and look it up. Um, and maceration is just the amount of time that the skins are on the juice to impart the color. Yep, that's exactly it. Um, raw grape juice is clear
0: the deep colors of red wines actually come from the grape skins and as well as the tannins and things like that you know so um and then a lot of times the more of the tannins the the more of that you can lay it down a wine longer too yeah so it's kind of interesting and we are trying to educate here at wine time fridays
2: we're doing yeah, our that's very,
0: good. very best.
2: Well, remember As we
1: year.
2: learned too. Yeah, to remember last year, we also talked about the, the vines that I planted. Oh, yeah.
0: yes. Oh, yeah. That's together. a nice yeah, way of saying, yeah, Mark, right. how is the Cook's Estate Vineyard coming <laughs> along today? <laughs> 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 you mean broken bit? Remember, yeah, that's why. It, oh, the, is that what it says on the fence? Yeah. Yes. Broken bit. I thought it was a stamp from the top of it. He's got a made a fence to keep his pups out. And by pups, I mean like these eight-foot gargantuan dogs uh, out of the vineyard. And uh, he made them out of the
2: sides of wine barrels. I took a wine barrel apart, two wine barrels apart, made gates and the fence yep. line. Okay. But uh, I will actually get Cabernet Front grapes this year. I got two bundles that are starting. Nice. Nice. Um, they're not gonna be worth
1: anything. No, we know no. this,
2: but the, the, it's really only the first year. Really, right. I mean, the fact that you're getting fruit off is pretty good. Well, I had three plants that I, had, I Replanted those. That was the Sauvignon Blanc and the um, the, the Morved and the the Italian one that I had, and I can't remember. No, it's not. You had to the get the more Spanish. You had to get it's more Morved. Yes, I had to get more Morved. Okay, mm-hmm. more Mo. Momoa bed. Mm-hmm. It's like a momoa? Yeah, something like that. It's the, um, the other one is the Neo. Oh, gotcha. And I had to replant those three. Um, I've gotten, and they tell you the importance of having irrigation and doing all that. And I was thinking, you know, last year when I was trying to do it and we didn't have the, the irrigation all hooked up. And so I was trying to do it all by hand and every morning and doing it wasn't enough. Mm. Wasn't doing it. And now you have Mundrip. Now I have Mundrip yeah. and they're doing great. Good. I've got them in the, a couple of plants already in a T formation, getting ready to go. Well, Lord
0: just, knows they've had enough water this year. <laughs> yeah. This spring, spring was—they were being watered every day, an inch a day. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, and we we're, finally we're got lucky this. up here in uh, Northern Idaho that we got. And I, I talk to the parents all the time. They're down in that state that no one likes to talk about. <laughs> Mexico. California. Oh, yeah. yeah. California. Northern Mexico. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're on a 10-year drought. Yeah. Um, well, they had a good
0: year yeah. within that 10 years. Uh, maybe one good year doesn't take away from Hi. being a drought. Yeah. Right. They did have a good year because we were down there for Social Media Marketing World. And remember how green it was?
2: Uh, it, it was a lot was greener.
1: That this
0: year?
2: No, it was like 19, I think. Yes. I
1: think
2: but, yeah, 2019. Well, my dad keeps asking us to send him mm-hmm. the rain. <laughs> uh, we do what we can we need it we need it I but I'll take this weather this 80 degree Love topping it. out it's great. over last year yeah. yeah any day 100 degrees for longer than we ever had listen to episode 63
0: I believe we may have mentioned something because it was 102, 103 that day and things were cooking <laughs> things didn't were have cooking not to even
2: turn on the barbecue it was great
0: <laughs> In fact, we put a, a
1: outside. You know, put a
0: metal grate on the sidewalk and
2: pssh, sizzled it up. So uh, these
1: grapes, did you research which grapes could grow here? I'm sure you did. But.
2: Oh, I did, and, and none of them are supposed to. Right.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, that's
2: right. Really? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. The cold-weather grapes would do great here, but this is a small vineyard. Also, I put it on the north side of the house, so or no, side, south, south side of the yeah. house, which is easily 10 to 20 degrees warmer yep. than anywhere else in the yard. And they get plenty of the reflective sun. And so they should have a longer growing season than it than is natural up here. Right. So I'm trying to do something that isn't supposed to happen. Exactly. But um, you're controlling your environment
0: as well as you can. I mean, you can't control them. Yeah. yeah. You're creating your own microclimate. Yeah. Make it a little bit like Walla Walla. We'll see. We'll see if it happens because we can get warm temps up through September and, you know, they're harvesting in August, September. And in mm-hmm. fact, it seems like in France and California, they're harvesting a week or two earlier than they typically do.
1: Yeah, it used to be October. Yeah.
0: So uh, I wanted to say one of the reasons and I, Shelley, did you try any wine with the cheese?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, Simeon with the apricot cheese was really good.
2: Yeah? Mark, did you try any uh, wine with the cheese? Well, I was, yes. It, every single one of these goes great with, and I oh, can't I'll identify everything. Yeah, because you didn't, yeah, brought them,
0: and I haven't even touched any. But I wanted to bring light to that because July 25th, three days from today, is wine, wine and, and cheese and day. Wine and cheese day. Wine and cheese day. So go out and get some cheese. Again. All were purchased at Fred Meyer. They have a great cheese department. They
2: really do.
1: Is it called Fred Meyer's cheese department? Well, Murray's, Murray's Murray's
2: cheese. Murray's cheese has partnered and then agreed to be a part of Kroger, Fred Meyer, is. and so yeah. In certain stores, some of the higher end stores in throughout the nation are have a cheese shop in it, and it's run by Murray's cheese, and they. Top notch quality. It's like boars head meats. We do the same thing with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Top notch quality. They they make sure that their quality is standards are followed to the T and, and so you're just similar kind of thing. You find a dot of mold on a cheese that you purchase, you bring it back. I just cut it off. Well, yeah, <laughs> so do I. But <laughs> yeah, I just cut it off. Well you but could you, bring
1: it back.
2: Well, the whole yeah. cheese is mold. It's, oh, well, no. it's a mold. Not all of had. Them. Yeah. It's ready
0: to mold. Yes, you're yeah. right. And then you got the little wrong mold. So you just cut it off. Wrong. Just eat the dang thing. Um, mm-hmm. Next Thursday yeah. is Shiraz Day. Now, we didn't have a Shiraz tonight because Debbie doesn't like red wine in the summer. And I can respect that. <laughs> That's because, not why. Well, we didn't bring one either. We uh, <laughs> didn't bring one. Well, we never brought, never us, brought a Syrah. Here's the, we brought a Syrah. So, the difference between Syrah and the Shiraz, same grape. Shiraz is in the style down in Australia. Syrah is the style pretty much everywhere else. But there is a style to that, Shiraz. And we'll get into that at some point when we feature Shiraz versus Syrah, which we're going to do. We're doing some old world versus new world things, and
2: we're trying to get things like that. So, um, but. Have you identified what? Old world is and new world. Yeah, is. that's,
0: we have. you know, old For Paris, world. Yeah. Paris. Old world pretty much is France, Italy, Spain. And then, I don't even, there. yeah, I don't even think, you know, you Portugal gotta, and Argentina. You gotta,
2: but you got to throw Germany in there. Yes, and, in Germany. And, yeah. And you get into Turkey and, and that's Croatia and, and, and Greece and all those, even in, some of the Soviet block areas yeah. where wine really came from. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are those would be absolutely considered old world right. wines. I have a friend of mine who just came back, came back to the store. He said he bought a bottle of Turkish Cabernet Ooh. when he was in Istanbul. Ooh. And for
1: $60. Wow.
2: He said it was the most unbelievable bottle of wine that he's had. Gosh, gotcha. And he also indicated probably been in probably he wouldn't have been able to afford it if he'd have bought it in America. Yeah. Wow. Although we do remark a lot
0: about a really, like using that white Bordeaux as an example, that's $10 at your store. Right. How do they How do ship it? How do America? they do that? You know, it's a $10 bottle of wine that they brought all the way from France. That is it's really good wine. The bottle, the cost with everything. So it's really interesting when you whittle it down like that. How in the heck do they do that?
2: Mark's got a very I, quizzical I, look on his face right now. I don't know how they do it. I honestly don't know how, it, how they could possibly do it. But they do it. And they get good wines from very far away that don't cost a lot. And, and it's a total surprise. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh,
0: Mark and Debbie, thank you for having us over. This is turning into an annual affair, which we love, because then you get a series going, tradition going. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really cool to have you guys back on again, and thank you for that.
1: Wines um, we enjoyed this week. It's this very funny.
0: Um, don't blink on this one.
1: 2017 Barrister, Petit Verdot.
0: There you go. That's it. And I actually put the year on this one, which I generally don't, because we have the room.
1: Oh, we
0: have the room. <laughs> uh, big thank you to today's sponsors, 3D Kitchens by Design and the Culinary Stone. If you have a chance, if you need a new kitchen, just go in and talk to our friend Rich Perry. Uh, Richie Rich is what I call him, and uh, just. See what they have to offer. And of course, the Culinary Stone, we love them. They've been with us a long, long time. Actually, the longest-running sponsor to this podcast. I
1: know.
0: With just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. I was trying to drag as long as I could. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Go and say hi to Mark. Uh, let him know that you heard us here, him on this podcast and see what kind of fun he can give you in a bottle. And uh, yeah, because it, the selection of Fred Meyer is really, really good for compared to any retail space in this town In terms of a grocery store, Fred Meyer is the place. And they don't have many bottle shops that can keep what they have as well. Uh, So just keep that in mind uh, when you go in. And we will see you next week on Wine Time Fridays. Rich Perry, founder of 3D Kitchens by Design, located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, loves a nice glass of Cabernet Sauvignon but he says it just doesn't taste the same in an outdated kitchen. Your kitchen is the heart of the home. It's where family and friends gather during the most important and festive days of the year, and it's often where that first glass of wine is poured. 3D Kitchens by Design has seen trends come and go, but has figured out a way to provide quality, service, and affordability in their kitchen designs that will also stand the test of time. Dream your perfect kitchen and then let us take it from there by designing your kitchen and then delivering your dream kitchen. For more information, please visit 3DKitchensByDesign.info. 3D Kitchens by Design. Dream. Design. Deliver. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating or boring either. The wine regions of the world and our own country can offer up these glorious bang-for-the-buck wines and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let the Culinary Stone guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. Okay, it's a wrap.